Hey guys, this is Liz Cambage. This is Nikki Collin. What up, guys? This is Epic Starkey. Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Angel Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. What's up, WNBA Nation? Kyle here, and I just wanted to give a quick intro to today's episode. It's not going to be a super long listen today, but I hope that you guys enjoy uh, our interview with Sabrina Ionescu. Uh, We had an awesome opportunity to uh, sit down with her, have a chat, uh, ask her some questions about this season, as well as get to know her a little bit more on a personal level. Uh, she was a little bit pressed for time. She had to go and, and get uh, the rest of her workout in, so obviously we wanted to be respectful for that. But we feel like this is some solid content you guys are going to enjoy. So uh, without further ado, here is my conversation with Sabrina. First of all, Sabrina, I just wanted to uh, just kind of ask you, so far this season, um, you guys being in the in the Pac-12 and an absolutely uh, just – murderer's row you could say of of a conference what's it like to week in and week out be playing teams in the not only the top 25 but the top 10 of the country week in and week out and do you feel like that gives you an advantage moving forward into things like the ncaa tournament definitely um i mean the pac-12 tournament uh, the pac-12 conference itself is um, super hard, and as we progress through the tournament, it just gets even harder. And so, you know, coming in every single weekend and um, having a target on our back for being a top team, but having top five, uh, you know, top ten matchups almost every single weekend, it seems like definitely prepares us uh, for what's to come. I mean, us having to go on the road and play um, in, in hostile environments, I think, helps. And so it's, it's awesome to see um, how tough this conference is and, and how good that is for us. When you arrived at Oregon, uh, they weren't necessarily a program that a lot of people uh, talked about in regards with women's basketball. Or, I mean, they were they were mentioned, but they weren't kind of top of the top of the deal. What was it about Oregon that attracted you to uh, to go there? Um, I just you know bought into the the vision that the coaches had and just wanted to um, kind of be a part of something great. We liked the players that were here and. Um, the ones that they were recruiting and so um, just you know saw the vision and wanted to come in and do the best that I can to kind of put uh, the school and the team on a map. Since uh, since you've been there you mentioned uh, you know the coaching staff and kind of buying in what is it like playing for coach Graves and uh, and what what can you tell us about what he has moving forward for Oregon even beyond this year with with you and Ruthie and others uh, you know, being done after this year, what does he have building moving forward and what's it like to play for a coach like him? Yeah, I mean, he's awesome. He, you know, pushes you to be not only a better basketball player, but a better person. And so, um, you know, he comes in every day with a positive attitude and wanting to be the best version of himself. And so that pushes us to, to do the same. And so um, he holds us to a really high standard and, you know, expects excellence out of us. And so that, that always helps us. And, you know, me personally want to be the best that I can and, and produce not only for myself and the team, but for him. And so he's done that ever since I got here and is continuing to do that with, you know, the recruiting class coming in, being the top recruiting class in the country. And, um, you know, he's he's living out, you know, his vision through um, us and, and recruiting kids that, you know, are, are willing to do that as well. So I, ha- I have a question for you. So obviously, you know, being a competitor, being someone who wants to continually move forward and and develop your personal game and, and push your team forward. I just have kind of a maybe an advice. I'm going to ask you some advice for you to share with 
with other, you know, young players who look up to you, you get a lot of noise. You get a lot of, you know, media coverage, a lot of people talking about you, you know, a lot of stories about you. What would you tell another competitor, another player? What advice would you give them in being able to stay focused on your task at hand? You know, winning basketball games and, and establishing a, a tradition and a legacy uh, where you're at in Oregon. Um, I would just say um, really focusing on the present and sorry, my coaches just walked by. Um, I would say really just focusing on the present and wanting to be the best version of yourself um, and really not focusing on like accolades and not focusing on games, but really just focusing on trying to be the best that you can every day in practice every day and um, in games and just doing what you can control. And I think it's sometimes hard. People are so focused on, everything else but I think if you just really focus on on what's in your control uh, good things happen so that's probably be the advice that I would give <laughs> probably not having podcasts called WNBA Nation you know focus you know <laughs> keep <Yeah>. calling you <laughs> awesome part of what we like to do on our podcast is help our listener base get to know players a little bit better kind of get to know you know we get to see you all the time on the court but we want to know a little bit about the Sabrina behind the scenes what's it been like you know recently this season to have your your twin brother up there in Oregon alongside you and and what has changed you know what what has changed with him being being there for this season yeah I mean it's awesome having him here um it's I, I haven't really been homesick as much and just being able to have someone to come home to um that you know I've lived with and am best friends with has been awesome so um you know having him come home after a game after practice at the end of the day is awesome we watch whatever um so it's almost like we're, we're back at home I gotta ask about a line that you that we read in your in your letter that you wrote for the Players' Tribune about Ruthie. Talk to us about Ruthie uh, and your relationship with her and how that's developed over the years and what, what is, what's that relationship like and what does that mean for you to have a teammate like her? Um, I mean, it's awesome. We came in together and lived together our freshman year um, and so like I've become best friends and are still best friends now. So um, just being able to have her, you know, for the last four years and push each other to be better and be, um, be better not only on the court but off the court as well and um, obviously grow our friendship and um, continue to try to be the best you know people we can and obviously that relationship is going to take us um, you know far past the four years that we have in college. Are you, is it a little interesting to think forward and, and kind of assume there's a really good chance the two of you are going to be playing against each other uh, as early as next season? <laughs> no we, we talk about it um, there's probably a likelihood we're not going to be on the same team, you know, if we get fortunate enough to play next year. But um, just trying to enjoy the time that we have together and joke around about it. But we know that, you know, our relationship and, and friendship is going to last a long time. Speaking of, of Ruthie and your guys' opportunity to play three-on-three three for USA, we, I loved your, your comments about you needing to ask uh, ask the rules before the games and, and whatnot. Is that something that uh, you'd be interested in continuing on in the future? Um, you know, getting back into the USA basketball and, and maybe exploring that three on three field uh, again in the future. Yeah, I mean anything that you know. If, if I have an opportunity to play, regardless if it's three on three or five on five, I'd, I'd want to do it. Especially if you know you're representing your country. So it's always something that you know I've enjoyed doing and I've enjoyed playing. Of course, it's really fun and uh, I, I think I do it almost every summer so 
um, excited to see if I'm going to be able to continue uh, doing that and um, obviously enjoy uh, playing. One or two last questions for you, Sabrina, before we let you go. I know, I know your time's short. Um, one thing I want to ask you, how has the mentality been in the locker room for you and, and the other players, you know, falling just short last year? In the final four, what has your mentality been moving forward? And has there been any difference in focus or, or anything at all, knowing, you know, you yeah. kind of have this one last shot at a championship? And what's that been like? Um, definitely. I mean, the core group of us have, have went to a final four and were there last year. So, you know, we, we came into this year like hungry, hungry for more and not really okay with just getting to a final four. I think we all got our first taste of that and are wanting to achieve more. So practices have been tougher and we've been pushing ourselves and and everything that we've been doing on and off the court just to be able to take that, uh, you know, that push and and be better than what we, what we did last year. Now I got one last question for you. Just kind of delving in. You mentioned as a freshman that you love to read. I'm sure that your, your time, your downtime to sit and read and do things might be a little bit short during the season. Do you have any books that you're currently reading or anything that you would want to shout out for our listeners? Maybe something that's on your, your list of books that you want to read soon. Yeah, uh, I mean, I read a lot of Mitch Albom books, and I finished a lot of those. Uh, Red Shoe Dog twice. Um, there, I mean, there's so many great books that I enjoy reading, but I'd probably say Mitch Albom's books are one of my favorites. Excellent. Thanks, Sabrina. We'll talk with you later. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Well, there you have it, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed that little interview that we had with Sabrina. It was an awesome opportunity. We're working on some other interviews as well coming down the pipeline obviously we're excited to see what uh sabrina and the rest of the oregon ducks do in the postseason uh see how they perform in the pac-12 tournament as well as the ncaa tournament uh as well as some of the other top teams and uh type top WNBA prospects we obviously will be watching tons and tons of free agency stuff still going on obviously uh hopefully you paid attention we're able to see the news with the the three team trade with atlanta connecticut and uh phoenix obviously some big stuff still happening in WNBA free agency make sure that you're staying tuned for all of that information as well guys if you enjoyed this episode and want to see more of this please let us know uh the easiest way to get a hold of us is to follow us on twitter at WNBA nation pod Um, Also, make sure that if you're listening on iTunes that you pause right now and go ahead and give us a five-star review. That helps build our listener base and helps other people find out about the WNBA and the incredible league that it is. Last but not least, if you want to help contribute and help become a producer of the show, you can do so on the website called Patreon. And for just a couple bucks a month, you can help us uh, and support us uh, and allow us to be able to increase the uh, professionalism and the ability that we have to cover the league. So go ahead and check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash WNBA Nation. And uh, we appreciate all of you who are already supporting us on there and look forward to many more of you joining as the WNBA season starts to ramp up here soon. Uh, But thank you all for tuning in today, and we hope that you have an awesome, awesome day. And uh, for WNBA Nation, my name's Kyle Haywood, and we got you next time.